Uberreich's streets run red with the blood of the Reichland. Corpses of good, stout-hearted folk hang from the walls for no crime but obedience to their liege lords. The cult of Sigmar demands all honour their noble lords and masters, but the only reward for such loyalty to Uberreich is a short drop and an early passage to Moore's realm. None can understand why Altdorf's state soldiers arrived to remove Graf Sigismund von Jungfreud from power. The Emperor claimed the old Graf was preparing for war, but the Graf was a fair and strong ruler and beloved by the people. So nobles and commoners alike gossiped like fishwives from the halls of power to the cheapest taverns. What could cause the Emperor to do this? But uncertainty breeds opportunity, and opportunity is the meat and drink of the adventurer. And these are the Ubersreich Adventures. Starring Naomi as Marina Ermittelrin, a human Reichlander investigator. Rob as Osric Fiegler, a Reichlander soldier who once served the Jungfruits, and Mike as the mysterious wood elf scout Gadru. So you were tricked into coming to this um, tenement. Now, this is quite a big building, and I don't think this, the size of the rooms quite do it just. This is a kind of a massive power block um, inside Ubersrike. Um Many, many floors. It's got this kind of ramshackle look to it. It's amazing that it's still standing. If you look uh, over here, you've got what looks like windmill blades or something just randomly strapped on, numerous bits of cloth debris everywhere yeah so this is where you were in, lured into by a letter from your commanding officer slash nemesis rudy is that a fair description of your relationship uh, future yeah. murder victim will be more future murder victim. very good um right okay so yeah you you were lured to investigate you'd recently done a job for a road warden who promised to get you out of the watch but that doesn't seem to happen as part of your duties he sent you here with a very poorly worded letter which has resulted in you being stuck inside due to an out plague but before you did that you you did spend some time inside spittlefeld you've met some of the tenants uh, tenants of the tenement uh, you met um, an ogre. I think that's probably your first ogre that you've ever, at least the only one that you've ever met uh, part of the game. Let me see if I can show you what he looks like. His name is Ju- uh, Gino. Yeah? So he seems to be the concierge, if you will, this tenement. Met him. You've also met some of the families that live here. This is effectively a little community on its own. These people have, from talking to them, you get that they have a very strong sense of identity. They don't necessarily identify as Ubersreichers 
So it's kind of like a little community inside a community, and it's quite a vast building. Um, so you met him. The other person that you met was a doctor of some kind, a woman who seems to be very, very ill, who mentioned something about a journal. You checked under her bed, and you discovered that she did have a medicine bag, but it looked like something had been out of it. One of you was alarmed to discover that while you were speaking with the doctor before she passed, there was something in the wall moving around. But no sooner had you dealt with this, you suddenly discovered that watch had shown up and were sealing you inside the tenement for just by order of the physicians. And Rudy was there and there was a lot of shouting and it all got very angry. Can we assume that that has kind of calmed down before we begin? Okay, so so your characters have had time to kind of process this, realise the, the situation that they're in. And you're currently here in what looks like kind of Gino's, Gino's, Gino's reception. Um, there was a doctor who was looking into it. She's gotten sick. Something about a missing journal, and yes, something in the walls. When you were talking, you're not sure what it was. Okay. All right. So that's where you are just now, currently in the reception area. There's various um, Spittlefelders who are not particularly impressed what Uber tried done. Um, you can hear they've they've now nailed the door shut. Um, and yeah, Gino is like. Slim, what do now? Uh, he's not saying that to anyone in particular. Oh, everybody's slim. Seems to be an ogreish thing. Maybe they just can't remember names. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of other um, people, none of whom look particularly wealthy, hanging around the reception. You also know that um, flop room, which uh, it's kind of a room where anybody can kind of pull out an actress or something, sleep. And upstairs, there's a kind of common area. That, that's the extent of your exploration. So, all right, what would you like to do? How long did no they idea. say they were going to lock us in here for? They haven't specified a time yet. Uh, you can hear the watch outside, kind of, uh, you can hear probably a familiar voice. You want just a, a, a watchman, not that watchman. It's kind of like, no, no one's allowed inside until the physician's guild says otherwise. I don't care if you've, uh, you've, you've left your kettle on. You're not coming in. What about been left out? Uh, what, what, what about been let out? Yeah, but nobody's going to hear them um, uh, unless you. Oh, y- yes, y- yes, it's magical soundproofing planks. Yes. Well, no, because he's stood away talking to an old lady. So um, Gino kind of looks at you. Huh? Why do they put nails in door to lock us in? But why? Why lock? Why lock Slim? Gino okay. get Gino need to go out. Yeah, because apparently this place has been the epicenter of the bloody flux. The what? Flux? It's what? where the it's where the trots are come from. The shits, the poos, the you know the brown stuff coming out the bottom. <laughs> Uh, what people getting brown bottom? Yes. Oh, oh, that'd be good for stew. Mm. Different yeah. brown stuff. Different brown. You sure? Yeah, no. worse brown. Not, not, n- not tasty. That's what handshines put in stew. Yeah, I think we discussed what the contents of the stew last time as potentially being such things. Yeah, hmm. handshines put it in with the meat. That's why you don't eat handshine stew. They offer you, you decline politely. How the fuck? How is anyone in this place alive? <laughs> <laughs> I'll mix it in with a bit of meat, says uh, uh, some random fellow. It is a major. Hans, okay. Dre- Hans Drexler, he says. He kind of offers his hand to you. Uh, can, I just, can I just look if his hand's covered in shit or not? And then if, if it's not, shake it. It's covered in a gentle um, layer of mud, but he kind of wipes it on the fabric of his smock. Uh, it looks marginally cleaner now. You know, if if uh, these people actually did just throw poo into their stew, that is, this is the epicenter of the bloody flux because diarrhea comes from eating poo. I, 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 we, most folk have learned not to eat. That says yes, but 
only takes one idiot. Besides, not the flat does. I mean, everybody knows that. Good grief. Living around here, you'd be immune to the flux, uh, especially if you've ever eaten a Hanschleim stew special. My word, no, no, no. Not the flux going on here. Living there. Well, what is it then? Well, I don't know. I'm not a physician. That's why the physician was here. But it's definitely not the flux. I mean, you know, if you uh, if, we, if if it was the flux, surely the worst we'd have is a run on the privy. Be problematic at the moment. But uh, no, no, sub. Something else, uh, uh, blah, 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 says, yes. In my expert opinion, as first citizen of the place, I'm pretty certain it's not the flux. Can I see if just anyone nearby is having violent trots? Well, nobody in the reception, you, I would have mentioned that to you. <laughs> uh, right, so this particular thing that's in, that's in here is completely unrelated to the, to the separate epidemic that's going around. Lovely. Well, it's not really been an epidemic, more of an outbreak. Uh, 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 <laughs> The intro- you mentioned several sessions that were just, there's a play going around. There is. Um, maybe this is it. Maybe this isn't it. There's always a play going around, it's, uh, especially in the summer. That's when you get all the kind of mist coming off the water, all the the strange humours. No, no, no. It's not the uh, it's not the trot says. Maybe they locked us in here because they just don't like us. Maybe oh, would have preferred the noose. <laughs> yeah, but but. I'd imagine Rudy would have to have to pay someone to fill out paperwork, or at least bully someone. Sorry, who's this paperwork? Rudy? Who's this Rudy? What are you talking about, man? As the fan. Rudy is a man, if you haven't been able to guess. We're allowed to talk about people from outside, aren't we? Otherwise, you're going to call us strange for talking about outsiders? Well, you were talking to me, so it's my apologies. And he kind of tips and goes back. Right, so, set rep. We're stuck in here with a bunch of retrobates, a big ogre, and some and some unfriendly dwarves upstairs whose that hammer belongs to. Don't forget the elf, says Hans. He kind of looks back from the... Uh... Well, Gadru. Oh, oh, yeah, there's another one, isn't there? Yeah, another one. Well, maybe we should find out about this thing in the wall. I assume it's just rats. I mean, it's not like this is the most upper-class place. Could be rats, could be Skaven, could be Nerdlings, for all we know. Oh, there's no such thing as Skaven, says Hans. Okay, then, Ratmen. There's no such thing as Ratmen. But no. Never seen a rat-headed beastman? Oh, you, no. you need to get out more. I don't think oh, he does, to be honest. I, I think we all do at the moment, but, you know, ever. Um, so, yeah, he kind of just goes back to kind of humming against the, the desk. Gino's stomach at rumble. Oh, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten in half an hour. Slim. There's a stew. Oh, no. Gino not eat that. Okay, so sit rep. We're uh, stuck with an ogre. With, with... There we go. <laughs> oh, hungry. Well, Gino not eat in last half hour. <laughs> rumble, rumble, rumble. Let's just we get out of this room. Yes, I suggest we, yes, and not come back for a bit. Yes. He's never eaten anyone before, says um, Hans. Yes, has, he ever, has he ever been locked in here before? Well, um, there was that time at Chemist that a few years ago when he kind of tripped and got stuck under his desk. He tried to squeeze up the stairs once. That was touch and go. But yes, this... we're, we're, we're going to leave this room. Okay, you leave the room. Uh, you, the adjoining chamber is a set of staircases that lead up. If anyone is going to have a rough idea how to get of a different way to get in and out of here without being seen, surely it's the bad people. Uh, mm. <laughs> Look at me. Sort of addressing that to the party. Yeah, I thought you were, but I'm not sure what. Um, so the bad people would be the dwarves. Yes. Right. So what are we accusing the dwarves of? Uh, absolutely nothing. We're merely going to we're merely going to be returning out to them and inquiring if they have any recent digging expertise with they we can make use of. We want to return the hammer to them. Do you want to get out? 
I don't think it's them that locked the door. Yes, but they might know a way out or something that's going on in here because yeah, let's they, face it. They're not the most law abiding citizens, so they probably don't want to be seen leaving the front door too often. And let's face it, uh nothing we do in here will ever convince people outside to unlock the place. We could find Emperor Karl Franz himself just bundled in the corner and they wouldn't open the door. I think they might actually really well, was. They wouldn't believe us Carl Franz, would they? Have <laughs> you considered just breaking down the walls? Well, that was the problem that the house might... Um... Yeah, if we start breaking down the walls of this decrepit, falling apart thing as it is. <laughs> yeah, I'd like I'd like to have a chance of getting out of here alive, so I can, so I can hug another tree. Still, I'm reluctant to give this hammer to these dwarves. We don't have to give it to them, we just have to them. As, di- as um, somewhat dishonest well, I'm sure we can, we've got we can offer them something else. You know, if you just have honest relatives, we could be returning this to. Yeah, tragically, they don't live in this house, don't they? The honest relatives. Ah, you can put the hammer in your bag and not bring it up to them. Let's do that for now. I'd least like to make my own judgment on these people. Yeah, we've probably got other things they would be interested in. Okay. What are you doing? You're going to start looking for some dwarves? Yeah. Well, uh, we know we we know they're basically in the top floor. Do you? Yeah, you told us last time. Did I? Yes, you told mm-hmm. us they lived upstairs. Are you sure? You remember 40 days ago that vividly? Okay. You can climb all the way up to the top if you want. Well, it wasn't exactly all the way up. It's just they they they, did, they lived in the upper floors. Anyway, I'm going to take it right, back downstairs. Okay. That, that, that's slightly different to what you said. But okay. Okay, so you can... Uh, you can start. We could go and ask Gino. You could, because he probably knows where they live. <laughs> what are they called again? Dwarfs. Rulum and Strelip. I'll ask Gino oh, if where Rudin and Strelip live. Oh, small slim. They live up. How far up? Far up. Far up. Um, hands will um. Again, he kind of straightens up his uh his smock and says, "Might I be of assistance?" To you, kind of grins at you with a multicolored grin. Teeth are all yellow and green and black, every color except white. Oh, that's a that's a lovely golden tooth you have there. That's not gold. That's yellow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I ate a bad egg one that hasn't gone back. Because um, do you know where the the wharfs live? Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course, I do. Uh, which floor? Um, fourth floor. Four floors up. Right. Is there anything we should know about them? Probably you don't want to go near them. And why is that? Well, they're scum. I've heard they're grave robbers and thieves. You know, they're, they're so they're so untrustworthy. The other dwarves won't even let them live in, in their part of town. Come and live here. Mm, we had heard something like that, but sadly, we need to talk to them. Tell you one What's more thing. What's their names again? Srulam and Srelet, sons of Drelet. One thing I'll tell you, though, is if those boys don't want you in, you ain't getting in. Uh, Some dwarfs have said that to us before, and, well, they eventually let us in. Funny bunch of dwarfs to me, but not as funny as the ones upstairs. Well, we've dealt with funny dwarfs before. I don't trust them. They're not not proper spittle. You watch out. Don't give them any money, no matter how much they have. Oh, money, yeah. Like, we have a lot of that. Right, let's go for this. You will go go up, just thank him and then go up to the full floor. Just as you're about to leave, um, you see a guy who's dressed in labourer's clothes and he waits till Han stops to you. Excuse me, we're asking about the plague. No, why? I heard you talking to Iron Marty there about the plague and that you thought it was the galloping trots or the red trots or whatever it were. Yes, that's um my compadre. And I point over to didn't, uh, take, didn't take you for a stallion. To I'm I'm an elf. I'm fancier. Well, look, I can tell you for free, right? It ain't the trot. Whatever it is, 
comes on quick. It burns right into you at the drop of an hat, it does. You go to bed fine and dandy, and the next minute you wake up as sick as a dog with your neck all bruised and your head burning from the worst fever you've ever had. Seen some go in a day. Seen others, like like my son, they held out for a week. And then they recover, or then um, no, we lose? They die. And he kind of lowers his gaze and stares at the floor when you say that. Sorry to hear that. It's all right, miss. Might be best for him. So it ain't no galloping trots or anything like that. It's worse than that. Get these terrible boils on your body. My wife, she tried lancing them on my boy, but it didn't work. Thought the doctor would change things, but now she's sick. I think we need a doctor for the doctor. Well, tragically, none of us rolled up doctor when we started this game, so... Okay. But you do have an elf. Oh, do they substitute for doctors? <laughs> Not necessarily good ones. <laughs> have, some, have some grass. <laughs> have some leaves. Have some acorns. That they will put and grow them outside and healing a tree will heal heal you. But yeah, not everyone who's died of this from spittle, but most are. Folks and surrounding parts have been it, but we've seen the worst, like everything else. Then I hear in some of the other rookeries, they've got other things. That's the way it is with these plagues. It's actually not one thing. It's a lot of little things. That's the way. Yeah, that's how it, how it works. There's a woman um, in a corner and in a pretty mucky-looking uh, basin doing some laundry. Um, first one, it died was poor Argus. He lived on the fourth floor right near them dwarves, he did. He died four weeks back. Shame, really. He used to sing the finest songs till his throat got all bruised and his eyes got all bugged out. He didn't last a day. She goes back to kind of rinsing whatever it is doing in her basement. Hmm. And that poor doctor up there, it was Gino that found her on the stairs. She'd fallen down to the top, the ground floor where he could get her. Must have been delirious, the poor thing. Potentially. So it may also be worth going to speak with the physician to see what's, what on earth is actually going on. You spoke to her, she's unconscious. How do we speak to her then? Can we make her un-unconscious? In the last session, you went to speak to Doc. Uh, she is a woman. <laughs> Let me see if I can show you a little bit more and make jog the memory. I recall her speaking to the doctor. I don't recall her being unconscious. Oh, and I can't imagine it was a very interactive conversation if she was. No, she said, like, she basically said something about a diary and then basically unconscious. That's what she looked um her exact words. She spoke with a Tilian accent and she said some she was very hoarse, as you would expect to go. Can we have it without the accent, please, Stuart? Can be, my, diary holds, my diary holds the truth. And then she Is that all she said was my diary holds the truth? That's what led you to look for the diary under the bed and find that there was a medicine bag, no medicine in it, and it looked like there'd been a book or something removed. Right, did we have any leads by the time we finished on where this might have gone? Not at the moment. We've got all these people here, and you can go up to the common rooms as well. There's people around who are quite happy to talk to you. They've got nothing else to do by the side of them. Well, let's ask them if they've seen the Doctor's Diary then. Um, okay, uh, you can give me a gossip. Are all of us giving a gossip? No, just Neoi, because she's the one that said she was going to do that. Okay. And she does it very well. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of um, actually start walking the room and talking to people. Do I learn anything? You do. I'm about to tell you what it is. I'm just loading it. Uh, yeah, it says, um, you speak to Hans. Yeah, that diary. Yeah, that does ring a bell. She um, she was always writing in it, wasn't she? Uh, tell you what, though, people around here, they're... You can't trust them as far as you can throw them in here, which at the moment isn't very... Yeah, I re- she kept it in that bag of her. 
But then, goodness knows, um, all the tenants have been rummaging through the bag, probably took everything the poor laugh had that was of value. I mean, I managed to save some of our medicines, you know, uh, you know, just just for my own uh, use, you know, and, and, you know, you know, maybe some of the uh, maybe some of the food that she had as well. Um, you know, it's all gone now, of course. But um, yeah, yeah, you can't trust anyone around here. Now, you want me to tell you who it was? If I had to take a guess, who's got your your diary, or her diary, or whoever's diary? It'd be one of them bloody orphans. I, what would they want with it? Well, they're they're children. They're always nicking things. Yeah, anything that isn't anything that isn't bullet dance fair game. See, if, if we can get hold of that, we might be able to find out a bit more about what's going on here. We might be able to do something about the fact we're not be, that nobody's letting us out. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe she's recorded the. Maybe she had the cure and she's recorded it in that book. That'd be real handy, he says. Would really, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's one of them bloody ankle biters. Got it. I'll wreck that. Passerine just lets them run a riot at the bloody building, always stealing things. Uh, the other day, they uh, and he starts to list off a bunch of children have done. Yeah, now look, I'm all for charity, and charity does begin at home. But this is getting ridiculous, kid. Um, yeah, and you want to be careful around her. She's a roughin' as well. She's she's from Marienburg. Who is? Passerin, the woman that runs the orphanage. She used to be a dock worker, uh, and a, and a, and and then she became a, a pit fire, and now she's running an orphanage. Okay, so I'm a bit lost here. Where'd this orphanage come from? You're absolutely right. You are in a tenement. There is apparently an orphanage inside the tenement. Uh, and says of course wasn't like weren't like this if back when the old graph was in charge um you know this sort of thing wouldn't be allowed you know an unsanctioned orphanage running inside a bloody tenement like this. but then what can you do but yeah they're all a bunch of thieves one of them will have your boot in fact i'll tell you which one it is free again because i'm a i'm a good citizen and i don't put up with thieving people it'll be trinity He's one of the young uns. He's a small one. He's always squeezing into places that don't belong and running around and taking things that aren't his. That'll be the one. I still don't understand why they want a random diary. Well, he's a child, isn't he? He's, he's um... Oh? Yeah. Well, that's what... What else do you have in an off? I mean, he's like, what, three, four? He just likes having things. I think... Uh, I don't know. I always said those wandering hands of his would, would end badly. Yeah, he's a little boy, little orphan boy. Which you know, I'm I'm sorry for that, but don't give him the don't give him leave to just go around pinching anything that he gets fancy. Have you ever had children? No. Well, they're a bloody noose. Where do we find this orphan on this orphanage in general? Well, it's on the third floor up here, um, and the second floor. He, she, um, she's kind of um, well, you'll see when you get. But yeah, it's an unsanctioned orphanage. <coughs> it's you know, she's just running it off her own back. She turns up. Says one day, this is an orphanage and we've all just got to put up. So, you know, the old graph, one of the things he did was, um, I'm going to have to remind myself what he did. Uh, the old graph, he didn't like unlicensed. Uh, he didn't like the old orphanages and he had them closed because they were bloody fire hazards. So uh, what does she do? She go, comes in and scoops up some of the orphans and says that she's going to look after them here. And then the old graph gets himself thrown out by, by the emperor. And now it's, you know, it's anarchy. People just do what they want. So, yeah, bloody orphanage in a tenement. Don't make sense. Shouldn't be here. Not happy about it. He realises he's ranting quite loudly now. He kind of looks quite meek and goes back to kind of straightening the dirty smock that he, he wears like a fine robe. 
So what do you guys think? Should we check out this orphanage, or you wanted to go see the dwarves first? The orphanage seems like the best lead. Well, the orphanage, the orphanage is on the way. Yeah, the orphanage will probably definitely... If we can find the book, we will definitely probably get some answer. Well, the dwarves are questionable. Okay. Okay, shall we go and look for the orphanage then? Right, you are. So you make your way up the stairs. Uh, it, when you get to about here, uh, you can hear the sound of children's voice. Um, over here... Over here on the left, this looks to be a kind of vacant area, fallen into real disrepair. There's holes and all sorts of uh, plaster walls that have fallen in. Um, you can hear the sounds of children coming from this. Going in? Yeah, okay. Okay, so you walk into this area, uh, you can see um, it looks like the um, ceiling to this floor collapsed, now being kind of annexed into this uh, makeshift structure here somebody's put a lot of time and effort to making sure that the uh the actual structure here will be stable from now on trestles and uh what the word is lots of support beams and things that have put up uh the walls are peeling but they look clean like somebody has actually spent a bit of effort trying to make livable as uh so the walls and floors are peeling and heavily damaged but they are clean and there's a smell of strong smell of soap everywhere you can also smell cooking um somebody's making something bread um as you do that you can see this rather burly woman emerging from one of the side rooms where the smell of cooking is coming from and uh kind of looks at you it's like she's big strapping woman um yeah she's got broad shoulders and she's quite muscular uh, her hair is the color of charcoal and she has a bit of a walnut complex i don't think it's a particularly good complex have. um so she's got kind of almost a yellowy tinge to her skin but she looks healthy um she's obviously wearing practical clothing sackcloth trousers and a white linen shirt with a black apron over the top which is probably just as well because it looks like it's covered in um, the results of a cooking experiment that may have gone wrong and sturdy black leather. There are numerous children playing around, and you can hear the children in the room that she's just well. Um, scattered around here are um, cot cribs. Uh, it looks like about half a dozen toddlers and babies, and there are older kids as well who seem to be kind of in charge around here. Uh, places actually relatively orderly, given that this woman can't give the kids um, her attention all the time. There's also this big ladder that leads up um, to what looks like additional levels where they're using them for more places for children to sleep. What are you, what are you doing? You can't just come in here, she says. Uh, actually, we were looking for you or possibly one of the children. Um, we've been asking around um, about the doctor's diary. It seems to have disappeared and we wondered if perhaps anybody here had seen it. I haven't seen no diary, no. It was suggested that a child named Tristan might have it? Don't have a child called Tristan, he says. Uh, you, can, you can give me a charm roll if you want, Naomi. Um, it was Tristan. I got the name right, right? Trinity, like as in oh. there's three of them, a trinity. So a child named Trinity? Yes, it's an unusual name. Right. Sorry, I, I meant a child named Trinity. Give me the charm roll, please. Oh, you're on fire tonight. Okay, I've got a wee boy called Trinity. What of it? He's not done anything. No, no, I, I, I'm sure. But um, we need to find this diary. I don't know if you've realised that we've been all been locked in and this diary might hold the key to getting us out. And we thought perhaps, you know, we know that people have been going through those bags, not necessarily him. Maybe somebody gave it to him as a toy or something. But if he's got it, it could really help us all get out. Just a wee boy. He's only not even three summer. 
Look, yes, he's got a nasty habit of just taking things that don't belong to him. He's too young to understand things. But, but he doesn't read. Why would he take a diary? Could have just it could have looked sparkly. Sparkly. Um well I haven't seen him around here and I certainly haven't seen a diary. But then there's so many children here and I've got sick children to look at. I and mean, you're saying that there's plague out there. Is that right? Did I hear that right? Well that's why they claim they've locked us up, but um Well I've been keeping my children away from all that sort of thing and none of them have come down with the plague. Although I do have some who really desperately need medicine. What's what ails him? Um who one of them's got a terrible cough, another one she's got a um equivalent of cold you know she's got the sneezes sneezing fit and and the shakes as well doctor said that she would have something for it but i've had doctors gone and i've also heard that all the doctor's supplies were redistributed by that hands downstairs we can happily go and ask ask around for you and see if we can find some something would you be prepared to perhaps look for this child trinity and see if he has this book or if any of the others do you get medicine for my children. I'll help you with Trinity. If he has got your um, the doctor or the doctor's journal, I'll make sure that he returns it to her. Sounds like a fair trade. Okay. I mean, I need medicines. You're not really going to get any. You you can't leave if there's a quarantine. But maybe the dwarves upstairs have. They are thieves. They always have things. The doctor, the physician had had someone her. Can't have gone for her. Pardon? Didn't the physician have someone there on her? Physician had various things, but it looks like the various members of Littlefeld community took it upon themselves to just rummage through her bag and take any medicines and things. Um, and she'll give you a list of some, you know, pretty specific medicines that she needs. Well, we may just find them that the, of residents we've talked to have just acquired them. That's if they haven't used them. I mean, well, there's only one way to find out. You're going to go around and then just ask random people, do you have this medicine? I do have a sword. Yeah, but the sword will not magic up the medicine if they don't have that particular thing. It will make it easier looking for things. Uh, well, if that's what you want to do, says uh, the woman. But, you know, if anybody's, if there was any good stuff in that doctor's bag, those dwarves will have it. Oh, the dwarfs seem like the next logical place to go. Perhaps. Or maybe you could ask around downstairs, but, um, well, I wouldn't trust them. They'd probably either use it or, or they're hiding it themselves, thinking it'll protect themselves from the plague. I don't know. Dwarves, on the other hand, they don't worry about disease, do they? More likely, I want to sell you the men. Well, I'm sure we can come to some arrangement. Right, you are. Name's um, Annika, by the way. Annika Passive. Well, I'm Gadru. That's Marina. That's Osric. Nice to meet you. Osric just waves, looking still very grumpy. Uh, I just I run this here orphanage. Says, um, um, grateful for the help. She says, shall I bless? You? Kind of, no, 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 put that down. Starts yelling at the kid, doing something probably probably, probably putting a crayon up its nose. Don't what put a rat. Do up, don't put a rat up your nose again. Stop. Um, stop wearing your bed clothes. We just had them laundered downstairs. She says. Uh, kind of shoots you a glance, kind of, uh, please, uh, you know, um, you can come back, but do be careful. I, I don't want the other, I don't want the children to get whatever this thing is that's going around. Of course. Right, okay, so you step back into the hallway. Well, we only need to go up one floor. That is true, probably. Uh, oh, two more floors to get to the fourth floor. So I am very intrigued by the purple-tinged room. Ah, um, so you climb up to here, you can see um, on the left... So where is your purple? Pardon? Where is the purple? Top floor. Oh, 
You can keep climbing if you want. No, let's speak to the dwarfs first. Okay, so it's pretty clear which one is dwarfs' apartment area because yes, yeah, so they've got a heavily reinforced metal door, uh, pretty out of place. They kind of stood there on the landing. There is a, one of those little eye slit areas that open close, presumably on their side. See any way to do it? Best thing to do is just knock. Who's knocking? Who's knocking on the door? I shall. Okay. We're gonna let the elf knock on the dwarf's door. How how else is this gonna work? Well, he said he's doing it. He's doing it. Okay. Uh, you. I expect these dwarfs are relatively PC. Yeah. You knock on the door. Uh, The eye slit's not quite at head level. Are you gonna stoop down so they see your face? No. Okay. (laughs) Hey, you bloody bastard! Are you coming to finish me off as well? There's a voice behind the door as your eye slit opens and you can see a pair of venomous... Excuse me, where are you? You bloody pointy-eared knife here! I tell you what, you just step back and I'll come out here. The water of the beer will feel like a BT party compared to this. Okay, Okay, then, coming out. That's right, you step back and you can hear it. Actually, maybe I'll just shoot you, you bloody knife ears. How Fuck dare you come down here? Now, what have you done with my brother? Apparently, they've got it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sir, I think this is a different elf to the one you're used to. What do you mean by that? That's that fecker from upstairs, isn't it? No, no, no. This fecker is from the woods. Aye, of course the other one, supposedly. And he's run off with my brother. I can pu- brother? I, I can punch the one out here if you like. Which, which brother? Sir, you do that right now. <laughs> Sorry, he's Andrew. One, <laughs> one life elf, you know. Make a little fertilizer. Give him a barrack var handshake for me. What's the name of your brother? Uh, uh, Stu, uh, Stu went a uh, full-on native to screaming at people from the other side of the wall. <laughs> You've been moaning all night. I've been waiting for my my chance. My name's Shrelik, but you should know that if you've been up at my bloody door. you got to go knocking on people's doors without knowing their names. No, no, no. You can if you're past the watch. It's your brother's name. My brother's name is Shrelum. It's a good Dwarvish name. Have you seen him? Was that knife here? Is it not knife here? Is it taking him away? Giving him a doing? Go back to Glasgow. <laughs> I've completely lost track of what the fuck's going on. I'm too busy laughing. Well, you can see, you can see like, a pair of eyes in, in, a, in a hat. That's the word I'm looking for. Surrounded by beards. <laughs> Surrounded by like, what looks like blonde hair. Um, and there's actually the point of a... Um, yeah, it looks like he's holding up a blunderbuss. Uh, to the hatch as well. Although I suspect if he were to fire it, he'd do more damage to the door than anybody through it. But he seems pretty pet up, and you can hear. Is he? Do you? It was him upstairs that put you up to this, wasn't it? That's We've why not, my brother's gone. We've not been upstairs. Sorry, what did you say, Neely? Who's upstairs? Well, who do you think, Mister High and Mighty Wave Crest? Who else? What do you think? Hey, finally get. <laughs> would it help? Would it help if you realised we don't? You didn't live here. What do you mean, knife ears? Of course you live here! Wait, put your head right down here so I can get a look at it. Oh, I'll, I'll kneel, kneel down, then. Aye, you're not him. I don't see any wrinkles. And your hair's actually still got some colour left in it. What are you 
Dan, knocking on people's door. I don't know you. And I don't know you. So why are you knocking on my door now, Fiam? Are you, you... league with him upstairs, then? I assume you don't want to get out of this building anytime soon, then. Well, he can he? The bloody watch won't let us. It's, it's... And that's what we're trying to solve. Do you know what it is? It's vindictiveness. That's what it is. You're bloody you say it's a form of grudge? <laughs> and none of you are dwarves, right? Just an elf. Right? Uh, elf and two humans, yeah. Right, come up to the hatch. Can you? Okay, okay. Uh, Oz, uh, Oz also goes to the hatch and kneels down. Uh, you're definitely not a dwarf, right? I'll make myself visible. Uh, you're definitely not a dwarf either. I'm not sure what you are. My God. Sorry, it's, my called, God. It's, it's, it's called a female. Yeah, right, whatever. Yeah. Um, I believe they're called Sylvanians. <laughs> and you're not... For, what? What? Actually, yeah, you don't look like that ponce up the stairs at all. You look like, well, you look filthy, to be honest. That may be because I'm not part of that elf. I'm not that elf upstairs. Give me a charm roll or another skill. If he fails a charm roll, he's going to go incoherently about the fact that this guy is a very clever disguise and will then shoot him in the face. Oh, if I fail the charm roll, I'm going to I'm going to succeed on a sword roll. <laughs> yeah, what, just 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 poke the sword through the hole. <laughs> Would you say this is a charm roll or a charm am- animal roll? He's definitely not an animal. But nice try. Although by trying to treat him as an animal, you have <laughs> annoyed. Aye, uh, right, okay. So you and you know nothing about what's happened to my brother, right? No. This is the first we heard about him being missing. Aye, right. Fair enough. Okay. Sorry about that. Can't trust anyone around here, especially knife ears like this. Tell you, the neighbourhood's gone downhill. You get one of them in and then another one comes in and soon this whole place will be like a Delvin embassy. Well, we can say the same for you dwarfs. Well, you would, but you'd be really stupid to say that. So. I mean, I've already said it. Aye, you can hear him filling up the blunder. I'll <laughs> <laughs> on that. Let me get my powder. I'm going to. You mean up until now he's been threatening us with an unloading blunderbuss? Well, you didn't give us a lot of time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Even more now. laughs> what? I keep a loaded blunderbuss just by the door. To think I'm an idiot. <laughs> the temptation just to poke an arrow from the slit. <laughs> also, can, I, can I borrow your crossbow? Of course. Here you go. <laughs> So if it weren't you who took my brother dead, who did it? Sorum's a capable-looking dwarf, but he's my little brother, and if any harm's been done to him, I'll be daying it back in trouble. Well, we haven't. We're fairly sure the orphanage person hasn't. I... Oh, unless... downstairs! Un- and unless something catastrophic has happened, I'm fairly sure the ogre hasn't got to him, though that might mean there's more meat in the stew for once. Are you serious? No. <laughs> then don't say things like that, you fool. I mean, the ogre seems pretty serious. Ledge here, and you're just saying things like they put my brother in the stew. Why would you say something like that? I'm deeply hurt now. It's been a very long day. It's getting longer by the minute. Yes. Now. Do you want to try and help find your brother? Oh, that'd be really nice if you could do that, he says. And he kind of starts to pull back the... Uh, you can hear some bolts being pulled the door. Is, uh, this, is, is uh, this him acting friendly so he can get a good shot with the blunderbuss? Could be. You get this, there, there are quite a few... Removes cover. <laughs> there are quite a few bolts that get pulled back, like, a lot. And so it's a good minute or so before. First of all, the blunderbuss emerges through the door. Any kind of point. And they're definitely not any dwar- no Uberus right dwarves lurking around you. You're no sent from them, right? Nope. Right. Good. What's the problem with the Uberus right dwarves? Nothing. Why? Who said anything about there being a problem with the Uberus right dwarves? He says, the we killed? Like you I don't. Sorry. He looks really shifty. 
you seem like you really don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. Why would I want to talk to them? That's why I've got a brother, and now my brother's missing. I've got nobody to talk to. I take it we should. I take it we shouldn't mention the incident we had the other day with the, some dwarfs. What incident that happened the other day? What are you about, lad? Nothing. You're a funny one, knife ears. And so are you, Mister Stunting. So is the one upstairs. No, I'm not you sure. really just call him. <laughs> I'm not sure which of you is weirder, but God, I don't know. Why I keep saying God, Grungy. You both give each other a run for your money. Well, if it's a competition, you've definitely got first place. Right, let's stop blathering and go have a look for the wee man, right? All right. Uh... I mean, we're not doing this for free, you know. <laughs> what do you mean you're not doing this for free? Well, you should have mentioned that before you went into this enterprise, pal. Living with humans, you, you should have also realised that. Ah, too late now. You're looking out. <laughs> Doesn't mean we have to do anything. <laughs> Right, you. I was warming to you, but now you're pissing me off. Were you warming to me, though? Are you actually going to antagonise the team? <laughs> he doesn't seem to like me, so why not? You know. Can we, just, can we just find my brother so I don't have to look at you again, knife you? <laughs> you won't, that's, the, that's the most sensible decision you've made all day. So, look, you want some help finding your brother? That's right. We, we want some medicine for some sick kids. So we can come to an arrangement. Well, I've got some medicines, right? What are you after? Did you tell us what, what we actually need? Maybe she didn't just say, get the medicine. Aye, as luck would have it. I've got some of that. Do you want some weird root as well? Oh, why not? That's a powerful... Is, isn't that something the greenskins like? Yeah, I think they like the mushrooms. Cannibalism? Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, orcs are technically vegan. Uh, let me see if I can... Or is it if you eat an orc? It's if you eat an orc, it's technically vegan. Ah. Why? Because they're mushroom. <laughs> Are they? They're, 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 they're fungus creatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not something that your character would know. It's pretty. Also, I'm pretty sure that's a 40k only thing. I'm not sure if it's the same in one uh, Might be the same. I also just like to think sometimes we're just playing on a feudal world because that seems interesting. Yeah, so... it's just, uh, always fun to think that at, at any moment so the drop pod could just blast in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that would definitely sort out the quarantine problem. <laughs> Yes, yes, and and then the humans go, oh shit, uh, filthy signals, stab. Tell you what, I, I can give you this. And as I say, I've got some weird and it's good stuff. Stuff where you see purple. You humans love that stuff. Shall, we, shall yeah. I throw that in as well? Oh, I feel like. With having my magic key weird vision, what do I see? Not a lot, please. Area. Yeah, I'll take weird route. Well, he's not going to give you it just now. Okay, um, so what are you going to do? He kind of looks at you. Right, so let's go find my brother. Right, so you think the guy upstairs has some these, but that's probably the good place to start. That's right. Bring the elf out right now. That's right. Let's search his house. We'll drag him right out into the hall. And it will you be done like nicely. A, you look like a big man, he says to Oz. You can hold the knife here down and I'll thump him till we get my wee brother back. Uh, I'm sure there must be a better way to do this. How about we try talking I, I, first I and if that doesn't work, if then we hold him If only oh, you no. had one of his uh, fellow owls travelling with you. No, no. Let's... It might be an idea to let our colleague try speaking to him. I mean, the worst that can happen is it doesn't work and then we go back, can fall back on your plan. Okay. Um... So you can make your way up to what seems to be the top floor of this building, okay? Um, there seems to be a kind of walkway. Uh, there is a front door that, again, is secured by a particularly strong-looking lock. And as soon as you reach the, the doorway, uh, Relic goes straight up, starts banging. Open up, knife ears! Give me my brother back! 
I want, I want Sorellum, and I'm not leaving until I get. Starts, bang, starts banging and yelling, and uh, you can just you you, you don't hear anything. Sorellum, uh, do you want me to calm down a bit so we can talk to him first? No, he's got my brother. Right, he might. What do you mean? He might not. Yeah, he might not. Well, let's kick the door down and find out. Uh, <sighs> let's try talking to him first. Well, he's not talking. I just spoke to him, and he was so good. Okay, let's let's try um, letting Gadru speak to him. What knife here? Knife here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they might. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm happy with that. I mean, those two talking to each other, they might hatch something. No do offense. you want your brother back? I What's do. The... I don't want you knifing him, or, 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 or I don't know, throwing him off the side of the building or something while I'm out here. No, no, no. I'm not having. Him, I'm not having him talking to him. Get two elves together, that's like a coven or something, isn't it? No, no, no. You, young lady, you're pretty good at the talking. Why don't you go talk to the elf and get him open the door before I knock it down? Or, or send the big lump here. He'll do it. But no, the knife ears. I don't like him. Something about him. Sorry, no offence, like. Right. Okay, can I try knocking on the door? Knock. Politely. Yeah, you can hear somebody moving around. And you can hear a kind of weak voice. I'm not opening this door. I don't care what you say. Excuse me, sir. Uh... Yes? You're not, are you a dwarf as well? You don't sound like a dwarf. I'm not a dwarf, I'm human. Right. I was wondering if we just might talk to you, if you could open the door so we could speak? No, no, he says. Not on the lawn, not with him out there. Oh my goodness, no. No, no, no. Can I ask Strelik to give us some space? Yeah, he'll go down. You can kind of take him off on the landing. And yeah, you can hear that. You, you can hear this kind of raspy voice on the other side of the door. He's still like, I'm not opening the door. We're not well, he's like that. I don't care if you send him away. You know, he'll just come back. We'll make sure that he doesn't do you any harm. He's always blaming me for things. Him and his brother. This is nonsense. Are you aware that his brother's gone missing? No, but good reasons to him if he has. Maybe, maybe he's been, maybe he went outside and got stuck outside before this quarantine. So you've not seen him at all? No, of course not. I stay up here. Everybody knows that. He just blames me for everything that goes wrong. You know, they have a bad beer. Oh, it must have been the elf. Whoa, you know, the elf stole our wine. Oh, the elf was at the bread. You know, it's a constant knocking on doors, blaming me for every little thing. I'm sorry, I'm not opening the door to that dwarf uh, and I'm. I just want to be left alone in peace, he says. I'm, I'm quite trembling on the other side of this door. I, I quite understand, but I, you must also understand he's concerned that his brother's with you. I swear I do not have his brother, nor would I want to keep him if I did. Why would I want to do that? I, I want to see less of those brothers, not more, by keeping one in my penthouse. I've got valuable things up here, for goodness sake. Those two are criminals. I can understand where you come from, having only spent um, half an hour or so in this gentleman's company. However, we are trying to um, get the quarantine on the house lifted, and we need we agreed to help this gentleman find his brother in return for some medicine, which we need in order to try and get hold of the doctor's diary, which might have a solution to our problems. That's an awful lot, says. I don't, I, I don't have the brother. Uh, I have no interest in the brother. Please, I'm not going to look around. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to let him in. And I'm not going to... Take... Not him, not him. Me or one of my colleagues. I'm, no, young lady, I don't have his brother. How are you going to know when he's not in a mood? Well, presumably when you find this brother, he's probably passed out somewhere. Okay? Then he'll, he'll calm down. 
whatever, like he normally does, and then suddenly it'll start again, and maybe I'll have maybe I'll have stolen his bread or peed in really, or something like that. And I then, really must insist. Well, young lady, I really must insist that you go away. Okay, I don't. I'm- I don't have the brother. I don't want the brother, and I want no part in it. Okay, this is uh, this, left, this kind of thing happens regularly around here, where he blames me for everything. It's just ridiculous. What the I sooner do, you I tell you what, around, the sooner we'll be able to leave you alone. Why? Do you assume that I'm lying to you? Why would I do that? I don't know anybody concerned here. I have no reason to believe anyone. If you let me look around, I will know for sure that he's not there. Then we can go away. No, you seem like a reasonable young lady, and but I'm afraid I will not be opening this door. Not while this brother's disappeared and I'm I'm a suspect or whatever, because I don't trust that dwarf not to shove an axe in my head when I'm when you're not looking. So I what I'm going to do I'm going to end the conversation and I'm going to go pour myself a stiff drink, take a seat. And wait for this to all blow over. And when you found this dwarven lad, then maybe we'll talk. But and I really must insist in as part of, in my position as a member of the city watch. Do you have a warrant? I have ident- I have ID as the watch, which I can show you. Well, I'm not opening the door for you to shoot me. So we have a bit of a conundrum here. Okay, we do, no. don't we? I don't have him. Go somewhere else. You'll turn up. I guarantee it. Okay, can we attempt to kick down the door now? Uh, it, as I say, it's got a pretty strong-looking lock on it. Um, Don't, that's, that's fine, the lock can stay there, it's the door I need Can to I just say a thought has occurred to me? <laughs> What's that? Exactly how inhabited did the floor with the doors on it looked? Uh, well, there was their section, but the other section looked relatively empty. Maybe check some of the un- uninhabited rooms if there's just a drunk dwarf in them. Sure, go ahead. Here's- I bid you good day, young lady. And there's a couple up here. Do not make demands on me like this. I would not be quite happy to invite you in and hear tales of what it's like to be in the city watch, but I'm afraid my nerves are quite frayed. So kind of, you can hear shuffling as he moves around the door. Okay, when you follow Rob's suggestion and you do search the derelict area, yes, uh, you start wandering around uh, some empty wings and um, various living spaces bits of the building that look like they're about to collapse in on themselves Uh, after a few minutes searching this wing uh, you turn up at the unconscious form of another dwarf oh (laughs) okay okay he's a drunkard brilliant (laughs) Um, we've still got Stralic with us Oh, of course. He, he's like, do it. Did he, eventually, you know, he's like, did he confess? Uh, no. No. Fairly certain he has nothing to do with it. And I think at the point, uh, by the way, is this your brother? Oh, Sram! Oh, my God. Oh, Gungi! Um, yeah, he's lying unconscious on the floor and he's lying in the dust of an abandoned room. You'll notice that he ha- he looks like he's been attacked or something. There's smashed crockery and wood around him, um, and he appears to have some bruising around his bo- on his body. Is he alive? Oh, he's very alive. Uh, okay, how does this bruising look? Uh, he's got bruising around his neck. Like he's been strangled? Possibly, yeah. Hmm. It was the damned elf! He's you don't know that. You don't know that. All you know is that somebody has hurt your brother. You have no way of knowing it's the elf. I, I know. I know things. That elf, he's no good. No offence, Nightfears, but he ain't. Right, that's it. This is on. 
says this. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> Why not? You couldn't get that door open, but no, I right, Yeah, dwarf, your brother is down here. The elf is up there. Have you ever known the elf to come out of that place? Oh, yeah. Sometimes when he's drunk or he wants to, like... Uh, Do you talk? really think a drunk elf will be able to o- overpower your brother? Well, he's a wee man. You what? drunk elderly elf. And, you know, um, sorry? A drunk elderly elf. Well, you know, these elves, though, they don't age the same way that... You know, you, you humans do. Yes, um, but I keep on hearing so much about how dwarves are so much better than elves, and there's an elderly elf who is seems to seems like a bit of a nonce, and your yeah. young strapping brother, and it's not adding up, frankly. Yeah, right, he is a bit of a nonce. And yeah, yeah. I keep letting my temper get away with me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you've done all right by me. And and even Knife Ears over there, he's done all right. I'll get you your and your your weird route. But let's get him back to my house for well, my, my my place, my gaff. All right, uh, I'll uh, help with that then. Uh, and that's assuming I don't have to use this medicine on my brother, because you know, bros before. Well, you know, deal <laughs> real. Ah, you're right. I gave my word. Dwarf's word is as good as. Well, it's as good as something good. I don't know. Uh, um, so yeah, you carry the un- unconscious dwarf back to the house. He will um, produce the medicine that he offers and uh, say, "Sorry, mate. Something a little bit embarrassing. I've got to tell you." What's that? I think Srulin was on the weird route. I can smell it on him. Now that ain't what did for him though. But that's probably why an elf, or whatever it was, we'll just say elf now, right? Um, that's why an elf was over able to overpower him, I reckon. So I ain't got any. He's had my stash. But I've got your medicine, right? I right. think we can make medicine. You come back in about eight or nine days, though. I'll make, I'll have some more for you. Good stuff. Kind of stuff when you get your eyesight back. Guaranteed. So you get the medicine. Okay, what are you doing next? Well, I wouldn't mind actually having a talk with this elf. Okay, so you're going to go see the elf? Yes, but I'd like to get by myself. Why? Well, I think we should be taking this medicine to the orphanage anyway. Yeah, yeah. Let's let let's set the message uh, medicine down to the orphanage. So the orphanage will help get Trinity, who... Isn't that something to do with the diary, Trinity? That's going to turn off for yes. a bit. I think Trinity or, or one of the other children might have the diary. Right, so let's focus on the diary first, get the medicine down to the orphanage, and do that. Yes, but he seemed rather odd, especially for an elf. Let's give him time to calm down, shall we? Well, he doesn't... I'm pretty sure he wasn't aware that I was there. Right, got it, it doesn't, Gattrey, please. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't take three of us to carry some medicine to an orphanage. Just meet us afterwards. So who's going to the orphanage? I am. Suppose I'll go with her. Okay. Uh, for the sake of continuity, I should go as well. You want to go to the orphanage? Sure. For the sake of continuity. I thought you wanted to go and talk to the elf. I do, but we can do it after. I thought you wanted to go on your own. That's probably oh. why I said you got to go. Can we not argue about the arguing? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, I want to go and I want to go on my own. I was like, right, fine. We'll go to take the medicine to the orphanage. You can talk to your okay. elf. If we argue about the arguing about the arguing, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> well, what about if we argue about the argue about the argue about the arguing? I know where you live. <laughs> but where am I living? Though? You have a 50-50% chance. I can go to one, go, oh, he's not here, and go to the other one. <laughs> but one of them is full of weapons and armour. Yes, and if I die, you're going to prison, so ha-ha. Not if, <laughs> they, they, not, not if they find the body. <laughs> anyway, gone. Uh, just give me one second. Let's get on with it. For once in our lives. What's the conclusion? Are you coming with us? Yeah, yes. <laughs> that, that was a conclusion a bit ago. Uh, so one thing I do agree with the dwarf elves are damn confusing. No, I, I think that's just my thing. <laughs> well, Sappy, I just need to grab a drink. Okay. Um. Okay, so you return with the medicine. Okay. 
Thank you very much. I'll administer the medicine to my charges first, and then we can go hunt down young Trinity. I think I know how to get him out of wherever it is there. Hiding. Is that all right? Yep. Okay. Well, train, yeah. So she does that. Goes up the ladder. Comes back down. Half an hour later. Oh, thank you. Right. Let. I. I have an idea how to get him. She kind of steps out into the corridor and yells, "Dinner! Dinner!" And starts ringing a bell and and blowing a whistle. Um, and various kids come out of all these nooks and crannies and start charging into the uh, the room. Which I don't think oh. it would. Dinner. It'd be like I, I will admit, there's there's a, there's this horrible idea of of the ogre hearing dinner and trying to charge upstairs to get it. Not you, Gino slash Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they they come out. You can see emerging from the walls is a tiny little arch. You kind of oh, there. What's in the walls? Seems to be. And he comes out clutching. Uh, starts clutching Annika's leg, and you notice that he is indeed. Carrying a, a book of some kind with a bit unusual, and it looks quite big for him to be carrying. Trinity, did you take this book from the good doctor? That kind of nods. Trinity, what have I told you about taking other people's stuff? That I'll get my hands cut off. That's right. Not by me. These people are from the watch. Isn't that right? That's right. I don't know if you told her if you're from the watch or not by sheer coincidence. I think I'm still wearing my watch uniform. <laughs> really obvious. Right. What do you say to the watch? Charlie. He kind of looks at the ground. He's always, right. always running around in the walls. It's all right, Trinity. Can we have the book? Yes. Thank you. Hands it over to you. Okay. Oh, can I have dinner now? Yes, of course you can. I can't stay mad at you, Trinity, you little scamp. She says, kind of uh, rubs it. Now, if you let go of my leg, you can go have some dinner or supper or whatever meal it is that we're eating. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's kind of more like morning. Yeah. Okay. So she hands you this book, nearly, uh, which I think is the only one who can read. Take a look at it if you want. Yep. Can I look at the book, please? Yep. You can't read it either. It seems to be written in a language you don't understand. You can make out the letters, so you're doing better than the uh, the other two. But whatever it's written in, don't know. Uh, do we I... know what general sounds these letters are making? Oh, you know, yas, nocios, uh, things like that. Okay, so we've got to narrow it down to it's either Italian or Tylean. Well, she did sound Tylean. That would make sense, yeah. <laughs> Remember the, ac- I... the accent that you nearly wanted me to stop putting on when I was doing my little recap? That's the accent that you're like, oh, oh yeah. That's because I couldn't make you out, and you were, you were going in and out of on sound anyway without the accent. It was just impossible to work out what you were saying. Tylean, Tylean is basically Italian. Now, uh, we don't speak... Well, I don't read and write at all, neither does Gadru. Uh, Marina only read and writes Reichspiel. Neither does Gadru's player. You can read and write. Very slowly, but you can I do can it. Write. You, you can do it, it just takes you a long time. I can't remember the last time I did write. Oh. You would have done it at some point. Anyway, uh, who in this building is most likely to speak? It's going to be the elf, isn't it? Hmm? Not you. <laughs> the other... Yeah, well, we're looking for someone to speak. Tylean. Tylean. Because because this damn foreigner didn't write a bloody diary in 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 the second language. <laughs> oh, she could have at least written it in a foreign language I knew. Like you, yeah, but you you can't read oh, really? write. <laughs> it still wouldn't have been useful. No, but there's ways around it. What? Just what? Just uh, just have Marina just try to read that all the time, and and just going. I can't sound too garbled. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, where, where are you going now, then? Ask around. Anybody speaks, or more importantly, reads Tylean. 
Well, you don't have to ask very far because Annika will go. Well, you, the the elf upstairs, he he he's into flouncy poetry and things like that, you know. For, and when he gets drunk, he sometimes comes down here and starts reading it out to the children. That sounds more like a dark elf with that sort of torture. Oh, very good. I was like, what? Yeah. In fact, she'll look at you like what? Hmm. Okay, we'll have to go and talk to Mister Scaredy Cat upstairs again. To be fair, an angry dwarf is not something with. Yes, but it wasn't the angry dwarf I was to deal with, it was me. Yeah, but you're just some random who turned up and went, I demand to get in your house so I could eliminate that you haven't done this thing that you hadn't done. I mean, quite rightly, knows his rights. Yeah. You don't have rights. This is Warhammer. You've got to remember, remember how we operate as the Watch. We wander around and randomly charge people for things they may or may not have done. I thought we were slowly becoming an ethical Watch. <laughs> yeah, we are, but that's not what people expect from the Watch, and therefore not what he would expect from us. So all the more reason to not open his door. My God, you said you were from the City Watch. I almost opened the door there. (laughs) Yes, but you'd also expect the City Watch, as traditionally represented, to follow this up by kicking down the door. I mean, the last time we knocked on someone's door, he had a shot. He had a blunderbuss pointed at us. Yeah, but he would have shot himself with it because he was going to just impact the wall and it would ricochet off off onto him. Um, So, yeah, you find yourself back up on the the top floor. Back at that strongly locked door. Knocking on the door again. Who's doing the talking this time? I highly, who's not me. <laughs> I really highly recommend it's the person who can speak Elvish. Who's that then? Gadru. Really? Yeah. You can speak Elvish? He's yeah. an elf. Isn't there something wrong if he can't speak it? No, I just... I, I, uh, <laughs> easy, I'm just being honest. I don't quite know where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. high elves and wood, how, wood elves can speak out the elven language. Um, yes. There is a language. But yeah, of course you can speak It's okay, so... You're knocking on the door? Are you speaking to him in Elvish? Just I'm one knock. Just one minute. And you can hear this better not dwarf. I don't have his brother. Oh saying out Elvish, I'm not we're not here for the dwarf. Oh, oh. I haven't heard the mother tongue yet. Okay. Are you well, speaking with a bit of a rust accent? Um you, he slowly opens the door and you can see well, um you can see this. So this gentleman puts test the idea that elves don't show their age this guy's eyes are light kind of dull pale green he's got very washed out straw colored hair uh his skin looks very papery and pale and he's dressed really oddly he's wearing what looks like some kind of ornate dressing gown that looks like it more than covers his emaciated frame uh the gown does not look elven if anything it looks like hard Cathayan. Pam. It looks Cathayan, like Chinese. He's a bloody weeb. He's a what? Weeb. No, bare nippons. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Calm down, matron. Not Japanese <laughs> wearing. Alright, uh, thinking you're one of the cousins from Ethel Laura with that accent. Yes, I am. Look, I don't mean to sound rude, but there's a mad dwarf uh, haunting these holes. What are you doing here? He has got the door open. Um, well, my two compatriots here. We... Oh, is that that woman that came to the door earlier? Yes, it's yes, the mad, the mad dwarf. Is... He says, yes, but as normal with humans, there is an underwater. There's a long, convoluted story. Excellent, excellent. Put the tea on. <laughs> oh, excellent. Come on in. And that dwarf's <laughs> definitely not around, right? We found his brother passed out somewhere. Ah, oh, good. Good. I tell you that's what would happen, he says to um, Marina. Didn't have him. Anything like that. I'm not having anyone in here. That's up here. Uh, and he opens the door. This top floor tenement building 
well, this guy looks like a pack rat. There are loads and loads of things just thrown around the apartment in some kind of disordered fire. You can see lots of discarded silken garments, a bit like the one that he's wearing, uh, bits of what looks like china, uh, uh, glasses, and all sorts of other fine things. Quick question. Yep. If he's a pack rat, if we hit him enough time, do we get something shiny out of him? You would need to. There's shiny stuff around here. It just all looks a bit worn. Mm. Um, come on in, come on in. Have you ever had human teeth before? It's quite, quite, um, quite fine, the stuff. He kind of hobbles over. He looks very frail and emaciated. He's not, you know, elves apparently do not age gracefully as they would have you believe. Mm. Come on in and take a young snapper says and he will leave oh, thank you. there are some what may once have been fairly ornate looking couches um and they're covered in cathayan rug again look like they've been well they look filthy and worn and the patchwork have a seat and some rarely get visitors these hobbles off there hide some pile of books or other and you can think you can hear the sound of water boiling ah, well um, i'll just ask away He's from all sorts of places. Young, young fellow, I can tell you that my life story is one the playwrights would kill to listen to, but one that I will never tell you. I've, I'm from all over this world, from Cathay, Nippon, in the Southlands, Italia, and Estalia. I've even been to Nagaroth. I suppose I would say I'm from Uber's right. Hmm, interesting. There you go. And he brings out a tray, an ornate but burnished-looking uh, tray with some very fine china, or cafe, I suppose it's called, um, on it with three steaming uh, cups. That's the word. On ornate willow pattern china. Again, chip pitted. Kind of looks like it's seen better days. There you go. Drink up. Drink up. It'll put years on you. I'm being told I'm a young for an elf. Mm. So if you do drink the tea, it tastes incredibly watery. It's like drinking hot water. Yeah, I'll drink the tea because it'll be rude not to. Yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. Probably isn't you. <laughs> so, oh, go ahead. Sorry, young man. No, I think you were going to ask us for our long com- convoluted plots as to why we're here. Yes, yes, go on, man. Yes, I very rarely get long convoluted plots anymore. Well, start from, I'll literally start right from the beginning. In the beginning of time. <laughs> okay, so you can fill him in. What are you telling him? Uh, basically relevant to what we're actually doing now. Now I'll tell him by, that we've been locked in by our own sergeant. Cause... Oh, that. He does remind me of a character that I knew in Cafe. Very similar. Completely corrupt. Always taking bribes. Oh, yeah. Could have been the same person. Oh, I doubt it. This this chap was Cafe. Oh, no. I think, you, I think your Moody would have stood out if he looked like this fellow. <laughs> well, I best not to worry about these things. These humans, they come and go as it is, you know, to be. Sadly, more things come and go. Yes, these things come and go. I've I've lived here for over a decade. I've seen disease and illness and things like that. You don't have to worry about it as an elf. No, but sadly, my friends are worrying about it. Oh, well, you know, maybe if you just batten down the hatches, it won't get you. And if it does, well, you're only going to die a few decades earlier than you would have done. Oh, true. Drink up up your tea, though. It's good for you. It is good. 
it, it doesn't taste like anything. Little white lies never happen. Never hurt. So, you, you mentioned something about a diary, then? Yes, we found a diary, and it's in Tarlean. Oh, yes, I, I, I read Tarlean. I spent several, several years there as a young man. Could you possibly translate the last few pages for us? The, the last few? Okay. I assume that's where the most recent stuff will be of the time she's been here. Unconventional and just start from the beginning. You can. Don't worry, I I read reasonably fast. Well, Well, it's not like we're going anywhere. That contraptions that that I have to put on my eyes these days, he says, and he kind of looks around and finds a... um, what do they call them? The little glasses that you just stick on your nose and kind of squeeze. No, it's like pins nor or something like that. What they're called, but they're the kind of things that aren't just spectacle. Spect- he puts those on. The diary of one doctor. I'll also ask if you can read this out in Reichspiel. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I have good grief. No, we'd be here all day at this. Um, the important bit. Yes, if I hear anything important. The diary of Dr. Alexandra Giuliani, born in Ferezzo. Oh, Ferezzo, they're a lovely city human. Uh, then he starts laughing as he reads it. Uh, oh, that's rather good. Probably not relevant to what you'll... <laughs> well, she's got quite a wit on her, this <laughs> he kind of just starts laughing. Oh, do that. Here we are. Little Something in the crawl space. The crawl space? Besides the children. Oh, no, no, not that. Oh, this is at night, she reckons. Children are all asleep. Uh, oh, my. A vampire. Wait, what? The bruising on the necks is not actually bruising. My. And oh, she, she reckons that whatever it is is in the basement. Now, uh, the children know not to go in the basement. Not even that young Trinity would go down there. Uh, yes. right, so there's something in the basement. Something in the basement. A vampire of some sort. So, a basement dweller. Whatever it was that's been spreading this disease has been... Slowly start loading my crossbow. <laughs> yes. Well, um, you finished your tea. Yes, I think we have to go down to the basement. Yes, yeah, uh, um, yes, and so, yes. And he kind of um, takes the teacup from you. Yes, you probably should. You've, uh, don't worry. He says he takes one of your teacups. You haven't quite finished. Yes, yes. You should probably go now. Do you think the? Uh, yeah, I presume that's what I mean. Do you think the dwarf might be interested in shooting a vampire in the face with a blunderbuss? Possibly. Yes. I don't know. I mean, what state's his brother in? Uh, bit by the vampire? Yeah, bit, bit, bitten by the vampire, by the sounds of it. Um, it's probably best that they keep an eye on his brother. Right, uh, well, let's, oh, let's go down and tell him what happened. Sure, I have a, I'm sure I have a halberd around here somewhere. Yes, you have to excuse me. I've, I've got things to do now, he says. And he seems yes, to yes, of course. Sorry. Amount of urgency, and he will close the door behind you, smiling sweetly, and you can hear the, you can hear the sound of metal as the lock closes. And you... Is anybody else worried that the elf's the vampire? Well, out of character, I know full well that elves can never be vampires because it's not how it works. <laughs> Really? Okay. How yes, come? Uh, because uh, the elixir of Nagash, which, well, the elixir of life, which Nagash created, yeah, yeah. can only work for humans. Uh, don't go around. Um, I know law. But the Woofra is very silly when it's uh, I have to go find my cape. <laughs> <laughs> I must go find my cape and take off my fake teeth. <laughs> they say, let me cut my cups. One, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> Two, ah, uh, ah. Uh. 
Ah, okay. And he's there for the entire day because because of the hoarder. And he goes one thousand one hundred and twenty. Ah, ah, ah. If, if if the elf is a vampire, he's done a really bad job of incriminating. Uh, <laughs> testing vampire. Uh, unfortunately, none of you have any medical skills. So the various people that you've seen that have suffered from ailment, I've mentioned the bruising a few times, but you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to kind of examine it and ooh, bite more around. Uh, it's kind of blue, you know, the kind of blue and dark colours that you get from bruising seems to be. Um, but that's up to you what you want to do next. Um, what are you I doing? Think we should go and talk to the dwarf. Okay. You head back down one floor. You knock on the door. Who is it? It's, it's me. What? Oh, good knife ears or bad knife ears? Uh, the good one. Right, okay, I'll let you in. But I still haven't got that stuff, I promise. Yes, um, we found out what's happened to your brother. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, and... I'm there with you. He was... He... Well, no, no, he... we found out what attacked him. What's attacked him? A vampire. Vampire? Oh, Grungif. Oh, they're getting revenge for that business 50 years ago. Oh, no. But look, we didn't know that the tomb was... Anyway, I'm right, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Me just waiting on about something totally irrelevant. <laughs> uh, do you happen to like the idea of shooting a vampire in the face of a blunderbuss? No, not really. I've got to look after my brother. I mean, he's Fair been bitten by a vampire. Yeah, that sounds like I should definitely keep an eye on him. You could get an infection off that. Or uh, well, uh, yeah, we think that's what the plague is. Anyway, anyway, we're, we're going to... It's in the basement. We're going to go to the basement to try and kill it. Well, good luck with that. I hope it works out for you. Can we borrow the blunderbuss? No way! If it, use this thing. Yeah, <laughs> probably, 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 probably blow up in our hands. By the way, if uh, if we don't make it back, please just try and make sure our bodies don't end up in the don't end up in the stew. That's well, it. If you're fighting a vampire and your bodies only end up in the stew, that sounds like a pretty good outcome considering what could have happened. Yes, make sure our bodies do end up in the stew. Right. Okay. Oh, if if we don't make it back make sure everybody else knows about the vampires so they can defend themselves well i thought we were going to, on the way down telling everyone yes <laughs> be warned there's a vampire about and uh, uh, actually that actually we probably don't want to cause a vast panic let's not do that might let the, you might be letting out of the vampire that you know that he's yeah let's him. okay so we told you we told the well the old fact told us so we're going down to find the vampire maybe die we'll back be back in the tad Sure, that's the one that waves, Crest fella. He does look like a vampire. Yes, but he's, he's the one who talked about the vampire. You'd think he'd be clever enough not to tell us about them. He told you about the vampire. How do you yes. know the truth? Because he's well, we we can't speak Tylean. Or read. That makes, or read. That makes absolutely no sense. But good luck to you, lads. Good luck to you. <laughs> well, if we do, if I don't speak Tylean either, but that doesn't mean it's a vampire. That, but yeah, I'll keep. I've got to keep an eye on Wings Rulem. You know, especially if he's been bit by a vampire. You should go down. And kill the vampire and be the heroes, and I will stay up here and look after my wee yes. brother. If we do die, it means there definitely is a vampire down there. Yes. If we come back with a vampire's head, it means there was a vampire down there. Well, to be fair, if you don't come back, it could be anything you've got. Yes. Uh, if, uh, if, if, if the rats get you before the vampire does. If if we come back looking very sheepish, uh, we're probably going to be murdering the elf. So back in a bit. <laughs> I've got a mirror. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sound so bad. I'm actually rooting for the vampire now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come back to haunt you. Look, did, why don't you not haunt me? Why don't you just piss off, right? And uh, good luck to you. And, uh, you know, uh, good luck in the basement and whatever. <laughs>
That's <laughs> amazing down there. That's huge. It's full of nonsense. And none of it's really valuable. Not that I'm a total maze. Good luck to you, though. Good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah, let's uh, let, let, let's just head down there. <laughs> uh, do we want to try and recruit Gino to him there's some food down there? Well, you'll, you'll know. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a possibility he'll just lock the entrance to the basement. Gino will no fit down there. He can't get out of his own little room, really. Can't he go up the stairs? How's he going to get down them? And even um, if he did get him down there, he'd never get back up. That means we've solved the vampire issue if it can't get out. It gets through the crawl space. We use the children to block up the crawl space. Okay, Gadry, we're going downstairs. <laughs> the problem is there's loads of ways into the basement. Total maze. Uh, it's massive. We could try and get Rudy to help. No. <laughs> so how are you going to contact Rudy? Shouting for the front door. Messenger pigeon. We'll use the Rudy signal. <laughs> We've got money. <laughs> We've got jobs that uh, we've uh, we've we've uh, got credits that can be stolen. <laughs> right, well, you lot are mad. Piss off. Yeah, let's let's just head downstairs. <laughs> okay, uh, I think I'm actually going to leave the downstairs for another session. We'll probably finish this next time. My throat is hurting from doing that voice. Stop doing it then. I can't stop now that I've started. It's brilliant. And I'll hopefully have this all out of my system by next time. I very much doubt it. So do I. I don't know what you're on about. Perfectly normal dwarf. <laughs> Good. It's really quite hard being this angry all the time. Right, come up to the hatch so I can hear you. Sorry, so I can see you. I can hear me. Fine. What? Oh, moment. Rendering. Well, that's bloody rude. I was giving him rumours there. <laughs> bloody hell. Stop taking phone calls. I'm trying to give you expository dialogue here. He's a human, not an elf. Bloody humans. Yeah, with his bloody wand of clear audience. Letting him speak to the bodiless ghosts or whatever. So, yeah, then I'll see if there's another rumour I can tell you while he's on the phone.